0: One, one. Okay. Welcome to our new interviews. I'm Adam. I'm Peter. Okay. Hold on. I, I asked, "Are you ready to go?" You're like, "Yeah, fine, you just go." And <laughs> I then... didn't
1: say it like
0: that. <laughs> you said it similar enough. Um,
1: so uh, yeah, so it is. Jon Snow's officially dead on Game of thrums. That doesn't premiere until this weekend. So, well, they, they just, the creators of the show just revealed their fate because they, they were pissed off about people making up stupid fan theories. Okay, so I, they, I, that pleases me a so lot. So they're just like, fuck all of you, he's dead. That makes me very Because sad. they were mad because um, at the end his eye muscles move. Mm. And he, there this is the, um, uh, if you look at his eyes there, it says Binoff or Beanoff off? I don't know. I'm going to call him D. D. Off. No, David. Okay, his name is David. If you look at his eyes there, it says David. We spent a lot of time, interjects Weiss. We spend good money on this. Your pupillary muscles relax when your body gives up, adds Weiss, just like your sphincter. <laughs> Did he actually say that? Yes.
0: Oh. So, uh, so yeah, this is actually a pretty big week for news. Um, we have quite a bit to talk about on that front. Um. So
1: it's... Uh, Eric McCormick launched a Netflix time travel series. I did not hear about that. Mm-hmm. No, I guess you're not looking at the good news sources I'm looking at. What are you looking at? The IMDb Times. I'm looking at IMDb. Well, I have a look who's getting more news. I
0: have a list of like 10 stories here. It's a good thing Josie's not here. She would not be pleased
1: with the amount of news to go through this week. <laughs> um, Do I know something else funny? What? Golden Globe sharpened rules for comedy category. Good. Because I guess they were like, oh, wait, we got giant backlash because people realized that Martian's not a comedy. Yes. Um, so the, the the top story
0: from this week, obviously, the Doctor Strange trailer. Well, no, not the top story. The top story was CinemaCon. That was all week. Um, for our purposes, the top story is the
1: Doctor Strange trailer. Um, what did you think about that? I liked it. I don't know what's actually going to go down but for a trailer is there a second trailer? No not yet that, okay. was, that was the first trailer I, they must have paid a lot of money for something because it stayed in the number one trailer spot on IMDB for weeks because nothing well first of all it only came out last Tuesday okay. it came out a week, for a week. yes um,
0: I, th- I don't think they paid for anything it's been a very slow week for trailer
1: okay
0: there it, it was that and Birth of a Nation We're know, a Warcraft trailer too Okay, and I don't think anyone cared about the
1: Warcraft trailer too. Who's the who's the studio for that
0: movie? Universal. I might lose some money on that one. Universal, who I think is bitter about losing out money on a Planet Hulk movie. So they're going, Fine, you know what, Warcraft, fuck you.
1: This will be great. Yeah.
0: We win. Um but yeah, the um
1: I, I do have Well they also they had Jurassic World, so it's not like they're hurting. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I, I do have one slight complaint with the Doctor Strange trailer. Um why would you race-bend the Ancient One from Asian to uh, white, change it to be Tilda Swinton, when you can have Tilda Swinton just basically do what she does in Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit? She's not, not in Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit. I'm thinking, yeah. okay, nope, that's she's not Tilda I'm thinking of Cate Blanchett. I'm thinking of Kate Blanchett. Tilda Swinton. white people. Tilda Swinton is in Cronklinarnia. Yes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but
1: wait, which one are we talking? BBC, made for tv movie? Obviously not that one because, because no one's seen that but you. I have seen that one at least ten times. I'm pretty sure. Okay, we're talking about it's the Disney amazing, one. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> Adam just ripped the remote in half an <laughs> anger.
0: Um, he's Vulcan. Um, but the uh, um, why would you cast her? In
1: she's any bald. case, it's okay.
0: then bald, make her bald, make her dress like an Asian person, and he'd be like, yeah, she's close enough to Asian. Like, you could have you gone with, like, Ken Watanabe or that guy who said, um, the guy who shot about the Death Star in uh, The Force Awakens. That's also on in Lost Lost, and also on something else. Yeah, you could have gone with him. Uh, you could have gone with literally any Asian male actor. Uh, I don't have a problem with him changing to be female. Uh, I don't have a problem with them changing to be white. I have a problem with you changing it like that and then just having it be like, okay, she might as well just be an Asian man anyway. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, um, and that was the thing. Uh, the visuals look very good considering, um, that, what's it called? Filming for the movie finished two days before that trailer dropped. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a very good first trailer, um, but yeah, I think, I think this is going to be a, a pretty strong movie, and uh, Civil Wars has already do pretty well, um, based on uh, box office projections, and its uh, Rotten Tomatoes score is at 94, it even has a Metascore of 8.5, well, the average rating on Rotten Tomatoes is 8.5, um, which is uh, not pleasing a great many uh, fans of uh, DC movies. No, it doesn't matter. It's okay. The outcry has, like, I have not seen this level of butthurt at a fan base in a long
1: time. Do you know there's a movie that's coming out Probably. this Friday called Elvis and Nixon with Kevin Spacey playing Richard Nixon and Michael hmm. Shannon playing Elvis? Hmm. So show Johnny Knoxville is in it. And Evan Peters and
0: Colin Hanks. So it's House of Cards. And Tate Donovan. So it's House of Cards. Remember how uh,
1: in season four, he's like, I wish I was Nixon. No, he said, and he compared himself to Nixon. That's when he starts doing surveillance. And if he wished, yeah, never mind. It's both. Yeah. Because at one point he says he wishes he was Nixon because so he, uh, he wants to listen to someone's conversation. But then he says, am I Nixon? Because he starts surveilling people anyway. Right. Um... So that's, that's just funny. I think, There's a 50 on Metascore. Um, There's also a movie coming out called The Infiltrator, which looks pretty fucking awesome. I have not seen anything about this movie. It's coming out this July, and it's uh, Brian Cranston plays um, a guy in a DEA that infiltrates uh, Pablo Escobar's, like, drug empire, but, like, takes it down.
0: Nice.
1: So it's reverse Breaking Bad. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah.
0: So yeah, after Doctor Strange uh, news, we got our first inklings as to what X-Men 7 at this point, or if you count the spin-off, it's like X-Men 10, um, is going to be the next, like, uh, anthology, not anthology, um, ensemble cast X-Men movie's gonna be. And that would be them trying to do Dark Phoenix again.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: There was a better way to do this. Um, that wouldn't feel like you were treading new ground and also would feel like you're trying to dig in
1: at Marvel a little
0: bit. I would have done House M. No,
1: because
0: that has Scarlet Witch, right? And Scarlet Witch basically. So well, that kind of takes thing. away
1: some of their characters they can use. Exactly.
0: And it doesn't take it away. But they can still use Scarlet Witch. They can still use. like Both of them can use Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. It's just Joss Whedon doesn't know how to create
1: emotional fuck without killing someone. And then still doesn't really do that well. Exactly, when, So when you kill someone off with a quip, it doesn't exactly... And that, the character yeah. that we do give zero shits about had, cool. like, ten lines of shitty Eastern European accents. Most of which were you didn't see that coming. Whoever, who plays that? Uh, that was Kick-Ass. Thank you. I knew who. Aaron Taylor-Johnson, there we go. Uh, he was, like, a good actor once in Kick-Ass, and then he just lost it. Yeah. And he's never been a good actor. Yeah, he wasn't that bad in Godzilla. He was a robot in Godzilla. He, I don't think he's ever I don't think he raised his voice above speaking level once. Even though he was There in, was like, no situation in that movie he was in where you would when he famous. was getting attacked by Godzilla <laughs> and he was with a team of people, like while they were running around. Attacking attacking the Muto eggs. When he like was reunited with his family, he was just like, oh look. When his dad died, he, he was it's just like, Oh look.
0: Oh yeah. That was weird. Um But yeah, so they're going they're going to do Dark Phoenix, which Brian Singer said he wanted to do Dark Phoenix, and then Brian Singer was pulled away to go direct Superman Returns, and they pulled in Brett Ratner instead for X Men 3, which, by the way, I don't understand how both of those movies ended up shitty then. Like, was there no young boy on set that could have had fuck Brian Singer? So They're basically a oh good movie. Uh, I don't think X Men 3 is that bad. Kelsey Graham. No, it's not. It, it honestly is not that bad. I don't understand why people hate it as vehemently as they do.
1: Chelsea Graham was in it, so it's pretty good. Um, but what was it? Yeah, yeah, Kelsey Graham was actually pretty good in that movie. Um, oh, you have you seen a new Patrick Stewart movie? No, I haven't. He plays a uh, like a bad guy. Ooh, it's called The Green Room, and it's, I saw a trailer for it. And when I saw it, I was like, that kind of, kind of looks like Patrick Stewart, <laughs> but it's like it's in, they're in like Appalachia, mm-hmm. so that's why I didn't think it was him because he has like a really thick Appalachian accent. Does he have hair? No, he oh. wears like a hat, I think. And then uh. But then um, it's, like, these band, this punk band, go is they're in a green room and they witness a murder in, like, Appalachia. And then, like, the Hill people, like, kidnap them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Patrick Stewart's the head of the Hill people. Nice. Um,
0: but, yeah, so, uh, X-Men 7, I think they're going to, uh, I, I, um, I'm not the biggest X-Men uh, expert. Same to I least. feel like they're going to start running out of stuff to do with the ensemble soon. Uh, that said I don't think 10 years uh, at the time of this is coming out 12 years is enough time between doing the exact same storyline again
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think you should wait you should have done House to M next or I don't know literally any other X-Men plotline you can scrape together make one up for God's sakes like just something else uh, then do Dark Phoenix again as, make that your final movie for the and before you reboot it like, from the beginning. Like, not, not only did you pass a reboot or a soft reboot, but, like, rebooted completely. Start over fresh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but Dark Phoenix should be the last one. Because um, if X-Men 3 is still in continuity, if the last one is Dark Phoenix again, it makes it seem like this was always inevitable. And no matter what happens, Wolverine was going to have to end up killing Jean Grey. Cool. No matter how much shit that happened in between. The but then that's how he I mean. kills her. as a little girl. I, I think they would... That's the other problem I have with... Okay, can we just address this for a second? Uh, since uh, First Class and... Um, the Rangers lost. <laughs> since since First Class all the way to um, now Apocalypse, 20 years have passed. Yes. Does it look like for any of the
1: characters twenty years has passed? Well oh. who's Yeah, the we see um Dr. Xavier gets his head balded. Okay, before he gets his head in the trailer, we see him with hair. Yeah, he gets like drunk. Does he look like he
0: aged twenty years? I think he should be he in his forties like or fifties. Sort of um The only one who looks she's acting the age he should be, because she was playing older the first time we saw her is Rose Bird yes so you mean younger um, she was playing younger originally yes Reduce you said older oh uh, okay well now she's playing her age <laughs> um which is not not against her I'm not saying it's wrong when she's yeah, playing exactly. beneath her age I'm saying she was originally now she actually is the age she should be playing Girls
1: and so, really good on damages so yes. I recommend
0: um so uh story number three uh JJ Abrams can't shut the fuck up <laughs> Story four, Marvel... I'm kidding. Uh, G.J. Abrams made a comment at CinemaCon. Um, I, I was going to include some in the CinemaCon news, but it, it's It's really, so egregious. It, yeah, exactly. It's its <laughs> own story. Um, we have a lot to say about G.J. I. I have something to say about G.J. Abrams. Oh, G. yes. G.J. Because... Abrams is a... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a piece of shit. You didn't say whatever you oh, yeah, I to say. yeah, I have said cunt before. Yeah, G.J. Abrams is there a cunt. There we go. Yes. Um, he... Um, what was it he uh just,
1: just rooms yeah exactly that's what we called he
0: um so he he said at cinemacon um and I'm quoting the first one um in episode 7 we did not meet Ray's parents so the internet takes that and runs with it so Ray's parents are a character we have not met yet in the uh sequel trilogy which doesn't eliminate really any of the theories with the exception of Luke well we didn't meet him he just stared no, no, no. Oh, no, it was... The character wasn't in. Oh. Uh, well, it wasn't me. But we, we, um, the, the character wasn't in.
1: Maybe Luke, um, like, force-bred her into Lord Dern. Okay, I think... Just okay. like what Anakin...
0: Okay, no, I think what the... Um, what we're, we should go with here is the uh, the only theories that doesn't really shut up are um, Obi-Wan and... She's Palpatine's daughter. Yeah. Are the only two real...
1: Like, you like that? Imagine um, if her Palpatine having
0: sex. That's horrifying. <laughs> um, then uh, then what happened was, I think Disney pointed the sniper rifle at him pretty quick and was like, change it. And he said, I mean, Ray didn't meet her parents yet <laughs> and, uh, in, in Episode 7. So, we know nothing. And even so, do you remember back when... When
1: uh, the second Star Trek came out? Yeah. It's not con, guys. Yeah. Guys, it's definitely yeah, not and Khan. Everyone's like, it's con And he's like, no... Yeah, and he explicitly stated that that to come back.
0: Yeah, the, like Todd. I found articles like "Ben the back is not Todd J. A. Abrams, and then like, the movie comes
1: out. Ah, oh, tricked you guys. And everyone's like, "No, we knew." And yeah. This movie's not that good.
0: Yeah. So. And the third Star Trek movie looks like it's gonna be even worse. Oh yeah, I I don't understand how the fuck that's happening. Um. But yeah, that's uh, that's the end of uh, the discussion with JJ. Do
1: you want to make your JJ Abrams, oh yeah, okay. So if you want to look how J- to figure out how JJ Abrams make every makes every single one of his movies, TV shows, any like entertainment thing he's ever done, he has a TED talk called The Mystery Box, where he decided that the only way anything can be good is if you put a mystery box, which is a device he uses, where you have you purposely withdraw information from the audience. Withhold. With yeah, sorry, they purposely withhold information from the audience that they want to know and they need to know that have significance for the story, and then wait a long time to tell them, so they're forced to come back. Which kind of works for TV shows, so you have cliffhangers, so people come back the next week. But when you do that in a movie, it's really fucking annoying because a movie should be able to stand by itself. Mm-hmm. I think it's just I was talking to a, a coworker of mine just saw uh, just saw
0: Force Awakens recently, and he was confused. And he, go, he goes to me, there was no point when I was watching any of the previous Star Wars movies where I left with questions. Yes. Like, you were like you would leave it and, like, you would have a theory, like, or you'd want to know more. Yeah. Like, who's the Emperor? What's the Emperor doing? What, like we can leave episode four. Watch the backstory to Vader and Obi-Wan and all that shit? Then um, in the prequels, you, everything's pretty cut and dry. Like, it, it sets up the f- further movies, and it does a good job within those movies setting it up. I'm not saying they're good movies, but they do a good job setting up the next one. Um, and then episode seven happens, and now it's like, oh, well, who's this person? Who's this person? Who's this person? Who's this person? You should you, you were better off just telling us flat out
1: these relationships than having us guess. It would be a better movie because it's a movie for The Force Awakens can never stand by itself as a movie because you it leads so many questions into the next movies true yeah and now that's and that's jj Evans' legacy of star wars where he made a part 1 movie basically yeah About like one movie that movie, was just a new hope yes his movie is the the equivalent it's, it's better but it's the equivalent in like i guess in it's importance of deathly Howell's part 1 I mean, to a
0: trilogy of what the, what I think they're going to do is where I think obviously, I mean,
1: obviously, this is what they're going to
0: do. It's going to be a redemption arc for Kylo Ren. Yes. Um. So they they do need to have this movie. They, it, what they need is the one. They need someone to rein in uh jJ Well, that was done. Well, for the first one, they needed yeah. someone there to write him in. But that's why no Marvel movies outland. If you have Kevin Feige there, like, get back in line, motherfucker. <laughs> and, like, DC, after Batman by Superman, is going to have someone there. Like, get back over here, Snyder.
1: Unless it's the uh, unless that thing you read was true, where it's right. like he did what he was told. But yeah. it was like six different people telling him six different things. Right.
0: Um.
1: Then uh,
0: Marvel at CinemaCon gave uh, some news. What's the difference between CinemaCon and Comic-Con? CinemaCon is more for uh, the whole industry. Comic-Con is... Uh, okay, Comic-Con in spirit... It shouldn't be what it is. It shouldn't be what it is. Comic-Con should be... Um, what's it called? Um, like, I go... Um, if I go to Comic-Con, I can go see Marvel, DC, Valiant, Dark Horse. Um, that other one, that gonna be... Uh, I can't remember. Uh, all these comic companies, indie comic book people who want to do that <clears throat> kind of stuff. And then, like, if Marvel wants to talk about their movies and TV shows and animated shit, then that, because it's all comic-related. Now, Harry Potter is there. And you have... Star Wars. Star is there. Wars. Which getting... Star Wars, I'm okay with, because of the fact that it's tied into Marvel now. I guess. Because but Marvel Comics... are for
1: the Star Wars comic. No,
0: I know, but... um. Like I like Game of Thrones is there. Yeah, it exactly. be there. um Ash vs Evil Dead is there, Teen Wolf is there. Like I The vampire diaries. Vampire diaries, exactly. Like um mm-hmm. all the anime shows have really awesome. Anime shouldn't be there at all, that's not comics. Yeah. Like anime goes so far out of the way to be like, We're not Western but then they throw themselves in here like, Hey wait, we want attention too. Yeah. And then you know CinemaCon, which is still like CinemaCon is more like E three.
1: for movies? For movies. So, all movies?
0: It's all, it's the entire industry gets together. Like, it's like, if you go to E3, like, we couldn't go to one actually, in the future, we may be able to go to E3. Uh, but right now, we can't go to E3. Can I go to CinemaCon? No. No. Because it's industry only. I made a class movie. Uh, that doesn't count. Um, but anyway, the CinemaCon happened this week. Uh, Kevin Feige, uh, went on a tirade, uh, and talked about the future of Marvel, Uh, First off, he confirmed Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is happening.
1: Yeah, I saw that on IMDb.
0: And uh, he confirmed that will be one of the Phase 4 movies. So, Phase 3 doesn't start for another week or two, and he's already announced Phase 4 is happening. Uh, This is, I think, a long line of uh, DC uh, didn't have a good month after Batman v Superman, and Marvel just been like shoving their dick in their face. <laughs> like in response, it's like, hey, hey, look, hey guys, hey. had so, like Civil War trailer two, Doctor Strange trailer, Rogue one trailer, then like all of these Marvel and all at once. Uh, Inhumans was delayed um, because he said we're not gonna try and go up against Indiana Jones five, um, so they move. They're moving it indefinitely. Um, I hope they gets incorporated Dagens Dakin's and S.H.I.E.L.D. at this point, because it doesn't make sense to have humans in two separate places. It's just a waste. It's like, you can't do either fully then. Just put it all into one. Um, He uh, he also said that Phase 4 will be vastly different from everything we know about Phase 3. Obviously, a lot of the big stars won't be back. And I interpret this as Infinity War Part 2 is going to mean um, Captain America is going to die. Uh, uh I'd be fine with that. And Bucky or Falcon to take up the uh with Bucky uh, to do the fucking battle I I don't want I don't want Bucky to do it's it. Cool. It, it, it narratively it wouldn't feel right for Bucky
1: to do it. But he had a cool arm Okay. No. Um What else is he gonna do? just cry about being a slave or something. That's what's going to happen. That's what, never mind, I agree with you. Because if Bucky's Captain America, then the next movie with him is going to be half of the movie and being a crybaby about how he was brainwashed yes. or some shit like that that I don't care about. Exactly. Which is all, That's which is why I hate Iron Man 3 too. Like, I don't give a fuck that he flew into a portal and don't be a superhero if you can't handle it. Like, shut
0: up. Okay. No. Um, and uh, he also said that by the end of the summer, Captain Marvel News will be coming out I'm predicting Captain Marvel News will be dropping on, uh, let me give you an exact date here. You might want to write this down, see how right I am. I predict the Captain Marvel News will drop the weekend of August 4th. Okay. Do you know why? Why? Suicide Squad comes out August 5th. Uh. Okay. So that weekend, they're going to announce Captain, it's like, Marvel's not, DC's not going to be able to do anything without Marvel going on like, hey guys, we got something too." It was like, Kevin Smith said on his podcast, it's like, Marvel just has the, the bag of good news that anytime DC does anything good, they're like, okay, let's go in and take a headline from them. So, uh, yeah, I think, um, I think that's the gonna do. And a director and actress, which means they already know they're just holding off for something to happen where they where they have to announce it to get headlines again. Uh, or it could be D23,
1: mm-hmm. where they going to announce it. Um, Wait, The Legend of Tarzan coming out this July? Yes. That's no, a universal movie, I think. No Warner Brothers. Oh. That's, that's Warner Brothers Fuck You to Disney. All right. Um, and then uh, also at CinemaCon, I'm looking at the other news. Mm-hmm. Um, what we were just talking about, Paramount refused a show when he put it from Star Trek Beyond, which people were surprised about. Oh yeah, that they had to cancel a screening in Night See mm-hmm. Me Too. I don't know why. It's probably a shitty movie. Uh, they also already announced Night See mm-hmm. Me Three. Whoa, they showed twenty seven minutes of finding Dory. Yep. So
0: let's go on to the CinemaCon news I have listed here. Okay. Uh part the first thing, uh James Cameron announced he's not doing three Avatar sequels. He's doing four avatar sequels. Um and he he actually was quoted as saying when he was when he announced that he was gonna work with uh, work with Disney to um come up with days to release his movies like he said, um, I'm not gonna go up against Star Wars. That'd be, um, that'd be rude. I'll give him a fighting chance. And he's like, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, I uh, it wouldn't be good for either of us if we did that. We would end up cannibalizing ourselves. Which is true. Because mm-hmm. Avatar's a movie you can only see in theaters because it's a shitty movie. Um, then, um, but there are two, three, four, and five are 2018, 2020, 2021, and 2022, respectively. Um, then, the second thing, uh, Batman Solo movie confirmed. Um, yeah. Ben Affleck directing and starring, uh, Ben Affleck writing. Allegedly, I haven't been able to find any source to corroborate this beyond IGN. Jeff um, Johns, very heavily involved in the writing as well. Uh, and that's good news. He's a comics guy. Um, then, uh, Deadpool 2 is confirmed to be officially happening. Uh, sorry, so con- contracting work. No, no, no. It's, it's contracting work with Ryan Reynolds and uh, Tim Miller. There's not a release date yet, or anything like that, but it is going to happen. Um, John Wick 2 is expected to have a higher body count than the first John Wick. But will either of them have a higher body count than Keanu? There is the question. What does that even mean? The movie Keanu? Oh. With the cat? Okay. I haven't seen John Wick yet. Yeah, but I have it on Blu ray too. Um,. Baywatch is expected to be R-rated. Do with that information what you will. What is it going to be? Baywatch.
1: Cool. With Alexander...
0: There's going to be boobs in it? Well, it's got... Zach Efron. Zach Efron, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Alexander Daria, who was uh, on True Detective Season 1. Cool. Um, then, Ben the Cumberbatch uh, is lending his voice to The Grinch in the 2017 animated movie. Um, again, do it that way you will. Trey Parker will be voicing the villain in Desi- 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 the Me three. Um, Spider Man is officially going to be called Spider Man Homecoming, and Michael Keaton is possibly the
1: villain. I you mean, I mean, the- I mean, like it a lot.
0: As and the and the rumored villain
1: is Vulture. So he's Birdman Exactly. That's, that joke. And like you said, uh, now the Sp- Spider Man is going to win Best Picture. Yes. Yep. That'd
0: be hilarious. But if that actually happened, that'd be hilarious. It's the spider Spider-Man reboot wins no, it's Best Picture. No, it's only the seventh Spider-Man. I think it's going to no, be six.
1: good. I think this is going to be good because I think they're like, we need to make this good. Well,
0: it's, the thing is, it's not just Sony needs to make it good, but they also have the, uh, the Creative Commons team in Marvel overseeing mm-hmm. it now. Sony never had that. They had, uh, who was it? Um, I forgot who they were. Oh, Andy Pascal. Oh, okay. was in charge of it over at Sony. Um, and if you if you've read any of the emails that like I have, I gotta find these emails again. They were hilarious. It was just like their Spider Man like Avengers universe mm-hmm. they were planning on doing, where it's like, um, like Spider Man twenty ninety nine is that he comes in and there's uh, they do Venom, Spider Man, Miles Morales of like Earth sixteen ten comes in. That'd be too complicated. Well, no, it's Ultimate Universe, regular universe. It's too much. Um, and all come together for a Spider-Man team-up movie. Yeah, that's excessive. Um, so they, uh, they, that was axed when Disney was like, no, 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 no. You guys are going to stop now. Um, and now we have Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Homecoming in the comics is significant. It was immediately after Secret Wars, the first one in 1986. And uh, in this comic... Both Iron Man and Captain America appear. Um, in the movies, we know Spider-Man should be on Team Iron Man hmm. in Civil War. What if he's the one that
1: kills Captain America? He's probably killed Captain America. And then Man. in Homecoming, Spider-Man kills a lot of
0: people. Um, I don't think they're going to murder Spider-Man. Are really cool?
1: Spider-Man's um,
0: Then they're going to... So in this movie, it's going to be... Um, so And the other thing, in an interview, or on a talk show, I think it was on Kimmel, um, they said they had a, um, a common engagement coming up, in, and that Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. said they had a common engagement coming up in, um, what's it called, uh, Atlanta,
1: oh. where they
0: film all the Marvel movies. Um, on top of that, this movie is very heavily set.
1: Oh. Yeah. No, no. Anna Faris Chris, and Chris Pratt are in Atlanta. Yes, because Guardians of the Galaxy Vol. 3 is currently shooting. Mm. And so is Olivia Love. Okay. Cool. In, so she's
0: also in Atlanta. Yeah, she is. She's playing Psylocke <laughs> next week or next month. Um... And the other thing with that is, um, this movie is going to deal, it's, uh, it's going to be the first movie to deal with the aftermath of Civil War. Because the two movies after Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, so then this is going to be the first official one to deal with the aftermath of Civil War. Oh, okay. So, um, it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting movie, I think. Um, and it's going to be very high school and uh,
1: they, they cast a bunch of Disney Channel stars. That could be, be annoying. That's they're gonna just thread the line between them being really annoying. And they said they're going for a John Hughes vibe. That could be. I think that's gonna be really annoying because I don't think anyone can do that besides John Hughes. And half yes. the time, John Hughes can't even do it.
0: Right. Uh, I'm gonna reserve darkness, though. I, I know nothing about this movie other than some of the supporting cast and uh, what they revealed at uh, CinemaCon. Uh, then there are two things that we can really talk about a little bit more uh, uh, philosophically. Number one, AMC announced plans to consider texting in movie theaters, in specific theaters. Why at AMC. Oh, I don't know why. I just heard at and um, AMC said that would be a good idea. Uh, do you
1: agree that would be a good idea or do you think it's a bad idea? I'm fine with it. Like, it's... It's like people get annoyed by it, with but some people are just like, why do you care? So if you have it set up, it's like the drinking movie theaters. Here's the way I feel about it. Um,
0: As someone who has been in movie theaters where people aren't supposed to text and people aren't exactly courteous with it, okay, if you're sitting in the movies and the person in front of you has their phone on the max brightness like this, yes. and they're
1: texting in front of you, yes, and that light is now in front of you, that wouldn't annoy you. Well, if I was in a movie theater where I knew texting was allowed, then I'd be like, I put myself in the situation. Okay. Uh, my thing is, having theaters
0: in movie theaters that are texting-permitted take away theaters that I can go to, but I don't want to deal with texting. And on top of that, the MPAA will never allow this. I showed you the other day how easy it is to make it look like you're texting when you're actually recording the screen. Remember I said yeah. yeah other yes. day? Um, where it's not, it's not rock science to do that. Um, but so that I don't think, this, and AMC did say they they did back off on that, saying it was a bad idea. They weren't gonna actually call it, throw on it, and all that jazz. Um, then the other thing was uh, Sean Parker. If you've seen Social Network, he's the guy Justin Timberlake played, uh, founder of Napster, unveiled Screening Room, which reading all the articles about it made it seem like it's a lot sketchier than it actually is. Yeah. Like, all the articles are, like, I have a variety of articles, like, before he even took the stage, no official memo ever talked about Screening Room, but everyone knew what it was. And he was like, what the fuck is it? Is it, like, something that's gonna, is it, like, 4D porn or something like that? But, it's like, no, what it is, is it's a, uh, it's, the, it's a box you put in your house, you can stream movies to it, um, it's a projector, so you can watch... Home movie, not home movie, you can watch new release movies on the day they come out in theaters in your house. Uh, theaters are against this, obviously. Uh, it's $150 for
1: the box, $50 for each movie. This $50 for each viewing. For each viewing of and the And you movie. only have 48 hours to watch it. Right. Um, so... And then another thing they said was once, like, viewings drop a certain percentage... At, off of initial viewings right. at theaters, then they would allow it. Huh. So it forces people to go in that first two weeks or something like that. I I'm, I, I go back and forth on whether or not this is a good idea. Because on
0: one hand, I think back to that Spider-Man viewing I went to, and that Spider-Man, Star, Star Wars, Wars Avengers, um, what I thought Batman maybe Superman was going to yeah, be. See?
1: Uh, we I don't know if we've ever talked about how Batman v Superman audience best superhero audience ever. Yeah, exactly. I was confused. We are the DC fans are the most courteous audience, apparently. I thought it to be a bunch of like the guys. People just, crying. Like, <laughs> people crying. Actually, that should have happened in another one. That did happen in another showing. out that where someone was crying. Yeah. But so they cried. They cried quietly.
0: Yeah, a little kid left the second view I went to crying uh,
1: when a certain plot point happened that we're yeah. going to reveal this week. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, no one. It was an art theater was packed. And, oh yes. And there was a mo- many a moment where in a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie, people would have like screamed and applauded. And here's the thing with this: it's not even like it was like here's the first time the Flash is
0: in a movie, so or like any superhero movie at this point. If you go to Thursday night before, like we did, it's be packed like we did. Yeah. Like and this should have been a showing like Star Wars, where it's people like dads. And like, I think part of it is I think part of why the show was so subdued is because of how lowered, like not how low expectations were based on the reviews. I would say based on uh, what's it called, the standard set by Man of Steel. Uh huh. It would have made it would have made a lot of Donner fans stay home. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of Nolan Batman fans coming, on
1: that third respectful oh, cool film goers. Okay. If that helps. i you. never when I saw all three the Bat- Christopher Nolan Batman, no one screamed out. I don't know. There was one incident
0: at uh, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Um, <laughs> if we need to go into that. I don't think there's ever been, uh, um, DC has killed more people in movie theaters than Marvel has. I not DC. Or... So, I, I don't know. I, I, no Marvel movies ever made anyone pull a gun.
1: But shoot, the, the people shot themselves if they're watching a They're like, too many clips. <laughs> <laughs> no, um,
0: oh, wait, no, he didn't kill himself on trial. Um, yeah, that was Trainwreck. Trainwreck blew a few minds in uh, Louisiana <laughs> that weekend. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, but like for a movie like Star Wars, uh, I would I, this would be a good thing, because then I don't have to sit in the theater with all these assholes. Like, that guy next to me was like, yeah!
1: Uh, did you see that guy next to me? Yes, I heard him. Yes. <laughs> I heard everyone, like, booing and clapping. When Luke came out of the end, it was silent. I was so tempted to scream. Like, who's that? Or just be like, yeah, it's Luke. Because <laughs> it was like, I want to ruin this for so many people. Like, I want to just hurt someone right now. I hate it so much. But who's this cunt? Yeah, that would been perfect. <laughs> but, like,
0: the guy next to and the thing is, the guy next to me was, oh, my God. It was the greatest thing at the end of the movie. Because he started, like, rocking in his chair. But, uh, I He did not make a sound. After Han Solo died,
1: <laughs>
0: from then on, silent. No matter what they did for the rest of the movie, no noise. It's like, here's the thing: the lightsaber fight was shitty, but I was still seeing a Star Wars lightsaber fight in theaters, so I still got amped up a little bit. Yeah, like same. that's that's the thing. When that I, was
1: on the was, second time I was like, wow, this is actually a really shitty lightsaber Exactly. Fight. Like it's it's one of those things. Like I, when I saw Episode Seven top on the
0: crawl, I was like, okay. Uh, nostalgia is just going to take over full control here, and I'm not going to be able to make any judgment about this movie. That's legitimate. And it was the same, the second time I saw it, I saw it with my dad. And it's like, like, nostalgia, I saw all the originals with my dad. So, um, uh it, it was just like like that. But then the third time I saw it in theaters, that was when I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? Um, but like, uh, what was it? We did, um, that guy, he, so Han Solo dies, and, um, not, not a peep. Movie ends, credits roll, and he starts rocking in his show, and I did not like that. I did not like that at all. I did not like that at all. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, like, you would avoid that with a theater, uh, theater, a screening room. Yes, that would be very nice. And it'd be good for, like, that opening weekend. Um, let's say you had one friend who had a screening room. Oh, uh, let's say, this is the kind of thing I would get. <laughs> like, do, do you doubt for a minute that this came out that I
1: would get this? No. I think you definitely would get it. Yeah, exactly. Because like you have to watch every movie that comes out. Exactly. You're, you're you're can, yeah. And it's like you really, Joel, in the really big movie, isn't it worth it? Because it's like when you we saw, like, almost every other movie, that, was, that wasn't a problem.
0: Right. And with it. Like, so I'm going to do some quick math here. Um, because um, the thing is, you can do a viewing party. So $50 divided by... You just
1: have to sell tickets to your house and make a profit.
0: No. If each person brings $7, if you have seven people come over, each one contributes $7, you have saved money from going to the theater opening night to see it, you still get to see it opening night, and you don't have to deal with assholes in the theater. Nice. And you do it in a small, intimate setting where it, like... You pause it. That too. <laughs> I don't to take a piss. Okay, go ahead. Um, that kind of thing.
1: That's part of the theater experience. No, it's not.
0: Like, I, 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 I hate know, oh, the theater experience is going to be killed by this. Like, uh, let's be not honest. being annoyed. Yeah. Like, I, I
1: never have left a movie theater having to leave and drive and pay money and then sit and then be annoyed by someone. Yeah. Like, like look at how nice this is. You get to,
0: like a play is different than a movie because a play you're watching people do something in a play. And it's happening live in front of you. Like, and seeing them going to a football game. Yeah. Or a a baseball game. You're watching it live. And there's that sense of community because you're all rooting toward a common goal. There isn't the same thing for a movie. And people don't understand this, I don't think. Because when you're at a movie, you reacting has no... I mean, even in sports, it doesn't. But you have more of a feeling than it does. Yeah, But, like... It, I, I can re, I can applaud like everyone applauding in a movie. They can't fucking hear
1: you. Yeah, that's always pissed me off. Like when we saw um, Creed. Yes. People Not Creed. I was a little bit less annoyed about. They thought they were watching a real fight. Creed. I was less
0: annoyed about. I thought they were watching a. They probably thought were watching a fight. Which uh, you know what? That's your stupid to handle. It by all means. Like you know what? That's your thing. Um. But yeah. So um. Doris Roberts is dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We usually do, uh, like, Big Death at the, uh, the start of the show. I forgot about that. We also – I also forgot to mention um, – okay, yeah. We, we, are, we are sorry for Doris Roberts' death. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was a good actress. Like, she was great and everybody wasn't um, But, yeah, the other thing we've to address was um, we updated literally everything. The graphics. Yeah, oh, all of our graphics. Um, all of our graphics are uh, like updated. We have a new logo for Multiple World Productions. Uh, Josie designed the logo for this show, 30 Minute Reviews, with that little alien thingy on the side. Um, I did the logos for um, Spoilers Ahead and Commentary by the Unqualified, and I think it all looks really nice. I agree. Um, if you have any comments, feel free to tweet at us or use the website, and there's a form on there you can fill out. Uh, it's not like 100 each eat shit where it's like you, you can go on you can actually fill out a form and I will read the emails so if you do that at the end ever
1: Ooh.
0: Um, and it's 30minutereviews.com um, which brings us to our next segment the movie review uh, we were going to do Waterboy this week as well but Josie got held up at work so we're going to put that off until August um, so we will be reviewing Dumb and Dumber only Dumb yeah. and Dumber today.
1: Um, do you want to enjoy the movie because you, you love this movie yes I first saw this movie when I was probably, I don't know. It came out when I was one year old or less. But when I saw it, I was probably like eight or younger probably because I have older cousins, so they really liked it. So I was mm-hmm. like, whatever. I like Jim Carrey. I like The Mask. And then I loved it when I was a little kid because it was a lot of slapstick. Yeah. But was like as I grew up and I kept watching it again, it's just like you keep noticing more and more things that are hilarious. Right. And it's just like there's such little things in it that make it so good. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, jokes that, like, you won't, like, you'll miss on one pass, and you'll just get it again in another one, because the, I think it's the Fairly Brothers. The yeah. Fairly Brothers, yep. Hold on, I can do this. Yeah. The Fairly Brothers directed and wrote it. And, uh, they also made their, like, famous comedy duo, but, um... It's like when he leaves the bar, and then they have a framed newspaper clipping of the uh, when, like, we went to the moon. And he's just like, no way. And he's like, we did it. We went to the moon. <laughs> it's just, like, stuff, shit like that. Yeah. Like, all the dream sequences are hilarious. When he's, like, dreaming of dating the woman he's never met before, except for when he drove her, her to the airport. And then he rips out someone's heart. That's good. Yeah. It might be a little bit racist, but we we don't see race here. It's barely racist. Yeah. It's just a kung fu fight. <laughs> right. Um, this is the first time you saw it.
0: So yes.
1: I knew I loved it. Um, the thing is,
0: going into this movie, I don't typically like um, comedy movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it, with the detective, I love Mel Brooks, uh, all those, like, like Blazing Channels, Young Frankenstein, style World Part 1, all those movies, I love those movies. But I like... You know, the Kevin Smith film library of comedies. Uh, those are good. Um, I, but, like, Dumb and Dumber, and, like, I don't know why. Was Jim Carrey ever on SNL?
1: No. He was on Living in Color, which was a SNL-type show. I don't know why I affiliate
0: him with SNL in my head, though. In my head.
1: He's been on SNL, like, as a
0: host. That might be why. Recently. But, that that might be why I associate, but like all those SNL comedies, detective about the Blues Brothers, uh-huh. I don't quite like those. No so I, I one really does.
1: I went into it with a with lowered expectations. That's because um the Blues Brothers is like the only one that wasn't produced by Lord Michaels, mm-hmm. and then he made like every once a deal where if you go on and make like, any movie, then it's like he gets to produce it. Right. Um,
0: but and then the other thing was it's my sister's like dumbass friend's uh, favorite movie of all time. Um, and her other hit was like Free Willy or something like that, <laughs> so her opinion means like nothing to me, Um, but like, that, that lowered the movie in my mind a little bit, I'm like, this should be done slapstick, like, I'm not a snob, like, oh, this isn't smart humor, this is dumb humor. This is an Aaron Sorkin film. Exactly, <laughs> like, no, but like, I, I do like uh, Three Stooges, I mean, so that's still slapstick, Yeah, but like, I never really got into the the new era slapstick. Because it always course, just like feels Adam weird. Films. Right, yeah. Well, some Adam Sandler films are good. Like Big Daddy. Big Daddy's well, good. the ones that rely on him being a character are bad. Right, yeah. As long as he's just playing Adam Sandler being an asshole, knows that's fine. Yes. Um, but, um... So... Which is also probably why, uh... In retrospect, in Crazy Night's worked as well as it did.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just a, it's an animated version of Adam Sandler being an asshole. Um... So I think, um, so I went into this movie not attempting much. I thought it was really funny. Yes. Um, yeah, it was a really good movie. Um, like, uh, it's not like there were like, here's the thing. Like Deadpool has a lot of jokes that fall flat. Um, but there are enough jokes packed in where you don't notice them. Yeah. Where, um, like, what was it? Like Tim Miller said there are like four jokes a page in in Deadpool. Wow. Which uh, a page equates to a minute uh-huh. in a screenplay, so um, four jokes a page, just four jokes a minute. So even if three of them don't land, one of them does. Yeah, that's,
1: I feel like this movie's around like that level or even higher. Right. And it's it's such a good it's and it's so good. It's
0: very like it's it's visual, but it's not entirely visual where I can do other things and still
1: listen and still get the jokes. Yes. Um, it's, it's very dark too, but yes. it, like it's hilarious because they kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> But it's still so hilarious how, like, because when, because they stuff hot, like, peppers into the guy's burger, and he, like, his, he just all sorts firing up, so he's, like, and then he collapses choking, and they just start laughing in his face. Yeah.
0: I think, uh, and then, um, I do have one problem with the name, though. It's just to be called Asshole and Dumb. Yes. Like, uh, Dumb and Dumber isn't, because like, Dumb and Dumber implies you have two guys who are just too stupid to handle life wrote the whole thing. Jeff, Br- uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels isn't necessarily dumb. He's just, he, he's a little slut. Jim Carrey is just an asshole.
1: <laughs> like, um. Yeah, that's like, there's, um, in the beginning when they both lose their jobs. Yeah. And then, uh, Jeff Daniels is like, oh, I lost my job. Right after Jim Carrey also lost the job. And Jim Carrey just like, wow, you are a loser. Like, yeah. Your life sucks. Yeah. And it's, like, what was, like, what was, um... The, the most
0: annoying... We watched special features, too. The most annoying noise in the world was oh, yeah. entirely improvised. Which is amazing. And then when you watch... When you when they show the scene again, you can see, uh... Um, people, reaction. Like, everyone's like, what? <laughs> um... But, like, uh, what's it called? Like, I, I like watching the special features. They're always very, uh, interesting. Especially these special features, what
1: they have people, like, explaining. Yeah.
0: Um... But yeah, I think uh, I, I would yeah, Want to rate this movie? I don't think there's only so much you can go into with this movie. That's a pretty straightforward
1: buddy road trip movie. Yeah, it's, it's definitely. I think it's my favorite road trip movie. No, mm-hmm. I like it better than Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. No, you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a better movie. Um, like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I know. I like that better. than Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay. Well, you you can be wrong, but uh, I'm gonna give this movie an eight. I'm giving it
0: a nine and a half. Okay, and like I said, we'll go back and do Waterboy um, in, uh, what's it called? good. In August. Um, when did Waterboy come out? Hold oh, well, on one second. Um, because I think I
1: may have seen part of it. 1998. I've definitely seen part of it then. It's the one they're in Louisiana, and he has a stupid accent. Kathy Bates at the mall. Uh, all I remember is Playous a movie. Football. I I remember a movie with Adam Sandler and football in it. But I was That's like it.
0: five years old and was on TV at Christmas one time. Um, but I never saw the entire
1: movie all the way through. Um, oh, the we watched the. Um Unrated version too, so there's a little bit of extra stuff. Right. Like when he almost gets raped in the bathroom. So yeah. that's another dark thing that kind yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> and then then Jeff Daniels proceeds to make fun of him for almost getting raped. Yes. Yeah. Um, what was that? And um,
0: interestingly, they talk about the box.
1: Oh yeah, that's one thing I wish was in it. Yeah, where it's like they show the husband um, is actually like was where he is being held kidnapped. Yeah, he'd be held in a box,
0: and it's like during that one scene when they're talking about them sending the message. Uh-huh. There's me the,
1: oh, like In the, the background, the box is like moving in the back. As he somehow climbed up the stairs in the box. I wish yeah. they had put that in. Um, yeah. Do you want to know something else crazy? Sure. Know the line I was just talking about when he's like, no way, that's great. We live on the moon. That was also improv by Jim Carrey. Like, as he was walking out of the bar, he just noticed that and did that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know how much. Oh, about- that hotel was the, the Hotel of the Shining. Huh.
0: That's cool. Did you hear? Oh, did you hear about that? There's something happened in that hotel recently.
1: Well, um, the the ghost. He he, he was stayed in the room two one seven, which is what the book in the book it is. Uh-huh. And uh, he said he saw his dead grandpa, and he ran out of the hotel at like four o'clock in the morning, and he said he he never went back.
0: Shining Hotel.
1: Oh no! Um. Whoa. Okay. No one like tricks. I don't know how much trivia. Oh, we can wait till I'll do this later. <laughs> Sorry. I don't, I don't need to go through every piece of trivia for Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. What about, what was that thing you had though? Well, you know, okay, what? this is a cool, no one, need, they tricked Seabass into paying for their food. Yeah. That was a real movie called Something Wild and the guy who pulled the scam is played by Jeff Daniels. Wow. Oh. oh, Hillary Clinton won New York. Cool. Thank Christ. I was right. He, that know how I said, like you can tell that's really, he chipped his tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, he They removed the cap on his tooth. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so a couple at the
0: um in Estes Park, Colorado, were staying at the Stanley Hotel and they got a picture of a ghost in the hotel. That's
1: real, yeah. Oh, it's CNN, it was
0: like this past week. Ooh,
1: that's creepy th- as fuck. Yeah. That's the staircase at the, yeah. the Dumb and Dumber that he's like race ya. Yeah. This is also a that scene when he tells her that he has her briefcase full of ransom money and they're going upstairs to the room. He's like, race you, and he pushes her down the stairs. I yeah. also love when Jeff Daniels that's like another good physical scene when um they she like flirtingly throws snow on him. Yeah. And then he just he's like five feet away from her and he fully winds up and just nails her in the face with a snowball. Yeah. Um
0: but yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're gonna move on to Trail of Park Boys* season ten. Okay. Uh, for
1: me, can we uh, are we allowed to spoil? anything? Yeah, sure, why not? Can't right. that. For me, besides the last episode, I think this is the worst season of, Trail of Park Boys*. I would say the last few episodes made it the worst season for me. I think the the reveal in the last episode like gave me some like I it made me feel like it was somewhat worth watching. At least. The re- which reveal? That uh, Leahy is Ricky's father. Oh yeah, that's true. that made like it didn't make me think it's better than any other season, but it, at least it gave me something at the end of that season. It built to that moment, and that was at, yeah, at least to like now, like that season gives me something. Right. Oh yeah, actually, now this you, is the you, you didn't enjoy unveiled. the triple celebrity cameo for four mm. episodes. I I
0: mean, I like the Tom Arnold one person. I, I hated the Tom Arnold. I, I thought the I Tom Scoop Arnold was right. Um, I think um, what's it called? Uh, I mean, the whole thing is, like, in the beginning it was funny, um,
1: but then what happens, it just, it just becomes a, a mess of Lucy, just, is an absolute bitch. It, kept, it was just it was the same thing over every episode. Exactly. Every like, episode. I don't think I could distinguish any episode of that season by itself. With the exception of the, the episodes where Snoop Dogg.
0: But Tom even those Martin,
1: episodes, I, they just all melted in each other. other, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this is a rough season.
0: I think um, it started off
1: kind of strong, too, because you had everything. You had J-Rock speaking funny. Yeah. Spanish accent, and then they just dropped that. Right, exactly, because then it just, we have to get back to,
0: you know, normalcy. Um, oh, the smiley face on these worms. Holy shit.
1: Does it make you feel disgusting? No, look at that. There's a fucking face on it.
0: Ew. So, um, I think the, um, the season could have been better. Um, and, like, I... The ending we have to address the end, like the very ending with Julian leaving.
1: Oh yeah, without was, any closure. I forgot that. That was dumb. Um, that was dumb. Not only that. Well, it's because he made the no, never mind. That's what I try to explain it. But then I real went all with it because uh, there's a because the whole what's happened this entire season is last season they got which was last season was a super good season too. Yeah, that was a real that was one of the I think that might be. In, of the seasons. Right. And, um, season four like, is still my favorite season four has back to back. Is that conky? conky conky? And there was one other the really, green monster, the green bastard. That's it. The green bastard Our back to back episodes. That's really good. This season nine has the Sam Squatch, does not it? Yes. And it also has the, 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 the liquor Smurf or whatever. Yeah, that Leahy smurf. So in that season, uh, Julian gets Leahy to sign over the park. His 1%, that uh, they're fighting over the entire season Mm -hmm. because it's Julian and Barb are fighting over, like, he's 1% share, I think. Right. And um, then Julian gets it and has majority share and basically owns the park now. But then this season – and then Barb goes to prison. And then this season, Barb is out of jail with her lesbian friends and a trans guy, which they didn't do anything with, which I'm mad about, because that was a whole other really funny thing when they have the guy that – he has a sister, but it's him. Yeah, And no one knows, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then, except for like a couple of people know, but no one really cares. Exactly. And then, uh, so this season is Barb trying to sue Julian and saying you like you this you can't get the part because you made like he signed when he's super drunk and like he's just living all by himself and he's happy. Yeah. He's constantly drunk, but he's keeping it under control, I guess. I think the like the thing that made, like threw me off the more about this season is how
0: like every other season there's always something, even if it's illegal. That Ricky, Julian, Bubbles can do yes. to keep themselves in control. This season, there isn't anything they can do. And everything that happens to them in their favor is entirely a day of six months. Especially toward the end, with like Tom Arnold pays, Basically. like, oh, I'll pay off the debt. I thought that was funny.
1: Because he was just like, oh, you guys are so poor, here's $1,000.
0: And I had like uh, Snoop Dogg with the money at the end. Like it, it felt like they just needed to, you know, do that. Um, I don't know. Like, I give this yeah, like a six.
1: Yeah, I think I give it a six. Their reveal with that he was his father was good. I like that. Yeah, uh, I didn't like Tim. I I kind of like Tim Finnegan wake uh, revival of Ricky. Oh, uh, when they blows pot yes. in his face.
0: Um, and I think they they could have they could have done
1: better. I think mean, they try to jam too much into one season. And right. They just, they just well, it's because well. at the time they made it, they thought it was the last season, and that would have been a really shitty. That was season. that,
0: and that pisses me off. How and knowing they ended it the way they did, because here's what it tells me: when it's time for the show to actually end, they're just gonna—they the don't ending. care about the ending. Yeah, or they're
1: just too lazy to actually make a good ending. Exactly. So I'm, I'm a little concerned about that going forward. But I would give it a six a six out of ten. Um, uh, I think I would give it a five and a half. Yeah. So they're just, they just didn't do it for me. Like, there's nothing besides the, the re- uh, reveal. There's nothing memorable. Right. Even like they had Sam in it. And he didn't do anything. Yeah. He, there was like one episode where you got like, they, they, they dropped him off the trunk, the top of the car. Right. Yeah. And then they just kind of forgot about him. And like two weeks earlier, they had
0: the, uh, the two said earlier, they had the episode where, uh, they break into his house
1: or into his place. Uh, it steals mom's teeth.
0: Yeah. Um, it, I, I don't understand. Um, Whatever happened to Ricky's dad, or Ricky's, uh... He's dead. Oh, he's dead? Yeah. They killed him off between... Yeah, I think he might have died in real life. Oh, okay.
1: Um, you know he's a lawyer in real life? I did not. Um, Because there's, uh, I know the season after he dies, they're, like, doing something next to the highway, uh, and they find one of his dad's old piss jugs.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh,
1: so we're gonna do a consumer report segment next. Um,
0: Let's see what we have. What do we want to talk about this week? with the consumer report? This is the May issue. Um, let's do lawnmowers. Okay. The lawnmowers. I have why well, I've driven a lawnmower. Uh,
1: there are two types of lawnmowers. Uh, well, three types. A tractor, honestly, the regular push one. Right. The tractor with the engine in the front. Uh-huh. And then the other one where the engine's in the back.
0: It doesn't differentiate between engine oh. on the two different types of riding. Fine. It's push, ride, and the ride is divided up into two different types. The uh, The tractor you sit on like that, uh-huh. and that one is uh, a regular tractor. Then there's a zero, there's zero turn radius version
1: of it. Oh, okay. Uh, which is more, better for getting a, a, a more, what's it called? Uh, it's easier because I, um, I, I have a tractor because we have an acre. So, and I've had, we all we have a zero, tur- zero turning radius ones, um, but a tractor, we've had a tractor where you're basically like, the front is like nothing, and it uh, doesn't have a gas, instead of a gas, it has a clutch pedal and a brake pedal, mm-hmm. and then when you release them, then that's full, like, throttle, right. and then you have six gears, and then you have, like, a throttle control, and I like that one a lot, because it went really fast, mm-hmm. but then now we have a tractor where the engine sits in front of you, and it's like... Just drive reverse, right? And it's um, goes it goes slower, but I guess it's, it's wider so it's faster to cut. Uh huh. Um, I always use uh, push mowers mm-hmm.
0: because while well, we have three quarters of an acre, um, half of the backyard is wooded, so uh, you can't really mow back there anyway. Um but uh, for if you're gonna get a push mower, it would be better for smaller properties. Oh yeah, definitely, because it's so much easier to maneuver it around. Exactly, and then on top of that, uh, you can get uh, the gas ones are really cheap. Like uh, the the be- best one on here they have recommended is the Cub Cadet uh, SC 100, and that's only 250. Uh-huh. Uh, and you can get these even cheaper at Walmart. Um, but really, if you're gonna go for cheap, you're gonna go yeah. you're gonna go for cheap. Like you're not gonna to look at the types.
1: Uh I like Toro for a ride on mower.
0: Let's see if Toro Toro is not on the list. That's surprising. Um for lawn tractors the best is John's Deere, John Deere and Craftsman. Um and then for zero turn radius it's Troy built uh Mustang forty two and Mustang Pivot. Um and that's for lawn mowers, let's see. Uh detergent, detergents? Like laundry detergent? Uh dishwashing detergent. Why? I don't know. I'm going through and just asking which, which ones we do next. Um, okay, we won't fucking do detergent then. Do you want to do flower gifts from Mother's Day? That actually is useful. Um, so what they have here is pictures. I'm not going to share the pictures. I think that would get us in trouble. Um, and the Yankees are losing. 3-2 on top of um, the Because they compare and contrast uh, flowers. Uh, what you can get when you order flowers. Um, from other sites. You can like enable, from online sites, from online sites uh, like uh, Pro Flowers, 900 Flowers. So um, the first one is fifty six dollars forty eight from Pro
1: Flowers. Proflowers um, ProFlowers.com ProFlowers.com Proflowers yeah. Okay, uh,
0: this is the difference. I'm going to show you the difference.
1: And this is like okay. What they what the picture on the left what is we what we saw the, online. What we got. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Exactly. They they don't come in good. uh they like, yeah, they, they look very wilted. They're right. not, only one is standing up, and I think it's only standing up because it's surrounded by other flowers. Right. They're all broken off and disgusting and brown. Right. Um, not even anything against brown. which is, Uh, then is FTD,
0: which is the one that has either Hermes or Flash, I don't remember which, as their logo. Uh, you paid 76 01 for it, um, and these look pretty similar to the picture. Um, the what they saw
1: online, um, in my opinion at least, huh, That's pretty good, yeah. But it's $76. Well, I guess you get what you pay for mm-hmm. How How much much you know? 56. Yeah, that's not that much more expensive, that's much better. Yeah, it's much better, uh, and that was FT. There's, they're a little bit dried out. Well, that could just be from shipment, yeah, but they shouldn't be dried if, if, okay? But there's only so much you can do. That. Well, maybe you shouldn't be lazy and just build a, a florist and get your flowers. Well, that's it. 1-800-Flowers is the last one. 1-800-Flowers.com. 1-800-Flowers.com. Yeah. <sighs> 6501 is the price on me.
0: Did I ever tell you, like, three years, two years ago, my dad uh, texted me on Mother's Day. Call me. Now I'm a, on my mom's birthday. It? No, it hasn't been Mother's Day cause I was home. Um... And he goes, I didn't get your mother any mother day oh, yet. Yeah. Oh no, it was for your anniversary. Okay, that was it. Um, and he goes, I didn't get anything for your mom yet. Go online and order something for me. Here's my credit card number. Go on and order her gift. What'd you get her? Um,
1: cheap flowers and a teddy bear. Nice, uh, the classic. Um, then and the mole arrangement is really good. I, I do recommend, recommend that at online. Advantage. There's there's an edible arrangement that's like six hundred dollars. Worth it the fruit is so good. Well, it's literally like the size of this table. Holy fuck! Holy fuck! I
0: do that. Um, then uh, 1-800-flowers has um, they were not quite as happy. People were not quite as happy because the flowers aren't quite blooming as much. Um, and they they tend to stick up a lot more. But there's no flowers in the front to kind of mask the stems if you look. I'm gonna show uh, Peter the picture.
1: See if he agrees with me um i just feel it feels like there's less leaves but i guess if you just give it time it looks like they'll they're all right about to bloom but might even be better right yeah and then it'll last a little bit longer yeah for me i think 100 flowers is the best one it's cheaper too yeah because it's right in the middle but it looks like it's pretty it's good quality right um they also
0: included some tips on the first page for if you're going to buy flowers um Go to online flower delivery websites a few times for your order. We're offered additional price cuts and coupons the more we put them on the site. Don't forget the factor shipping and taxing into your total cost. Our shipping, ranges, uh, shipping fees range from $12.99 to $18.99. Um, have your arrangements arrive a few days before a major holiday. Uh, if you'd like to save some additional money, delivery costs escalate in the days leading up to Valentine's Day and Mother's Day. So order in advance and have them delivered early. Um Ask your mom about the flowers you sent. She may not want to complain to you or she may have just been glad you thought of her. But if you suspect there was a problem with a bouquet, ask for a photo, then call the company and complain. All three companies we ordered will replace your flowers or refund your money if they're not satisfied. All three also provide the, option, uh, the same option if their flowers won't last for seven days. So if the flowers start dying very quick, complain. Um, but yeah, that's our flower segment. Uh, let's see if we can find one more thing to talk about here. Uh Doctors, 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 um, doctors,
1: doctors. The cover is how your doctor hurts you or some shit. Doctors, self driving car of the future,
0: self driving car of the future. Hey, guess what? Self driving car of the future, safer food from the 40s. Air food for me, the, 80s. the Washing machines? Why? I mean, okay, we we'll want the to watch. Fucking okay, Christ. You'll be a little bit less rude about it. Um, let's see. Um, do you want to do a car segment?
1: There's some cars here, from here on. Okay. You want to talk about cars? Get you get the, the car, guys. I didn't Mark. looking Road report, the contender... Oh Lincoln. I'm a big fan of Lincoln. I really like the way they look. I think they're very cool looking cars. See. Yeah, he is a good president. What? Did you ever kind of oh like my it? god. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so uh, I was actually at the auto show this year in New York and uh, Lincoln's Lincoln had uh they're re-releasing the Continental, which was really cool. They also had a concept of uh, navigator that has gull Wing doors. But it was the entire side of the car lifted up like a gold wing door. It was really cool. But this is a Lincoln MKX, which is their um, their SUV. I think it's built off the Ford Edge or the Ford Explorer. I don't know if this is how many. The problem with Lincoln is their names on their cars are very confusing. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one is which. I don't know if this is the one that can fit seat six. Let me just look it up real quick. Yeah, um, I don't know anything about cars. Yeah, Lincoln is owned by Ford. It's their luxury car company. It used to be uh, Ford Mercury Lincoln, Mercury in the middle. But then I realized, like, Ford started getting much better, so Mercury just became redundant. Yeah, the Mercury stable, my uh, my dad had for a while. Yeah, Mercury, the, uh, from the, like, mid-2000s, are still very reliable, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. My dad has a Ford Edge. The sync system is kind of bad. It, like, doesn't work. It's, like, very iffy. The Toyota one's annoying. Yeah, almost all of the. I don't think there's any car that's like Rogan Rogue is pretty good. Oh okay. Actually, the Jeep is really good too, but but it just is annoying because you can't sync it when you're moving. Right. So you have to do it at all when the car is parked. I can't see how many seasons but I I'm, I can't tell how it's. Whatever. Oh god. Now, the other one is a Lexus RX. These are all luxury size SUVs. Lexus is super reliable, so we have that. But because it's Lexus, it's a lot more. It's probably maybe more expensive than this. Yeah. The for the Lincoln it's thirty nine thousand to fifty eight thousand. Oh it's pretty much the same. For the Lexus it's forty two to fifty seven. Mm-hmm. But they have that stupid joystick thing in the middle. Then we have ultra luxury cars. So these That one. But this is BMW's flagship, which is the seven series, which is fucking awesome. Like I, I love this car. It's like their giant four-door sedan, which mm-hmm. is, they used. To, they probably don't have it anymore, but you used to be able to get, like, a V10 engine in it and shit like that. Now it has the V6 for the, like, make it more efficient, but you probably still get a V8. And uh, this competes against Mercedes um, S uh, Series and Audi's um, A7. Mm-hmm. Um, no, A8, but not the R8. The R8 is a two-seater. But look at the um, on the uh, keys. You can like set the air conditioning. Like and there's like a little screen on it, so you can turn on like the air conditioning. Whoa! So, and like set cool. the temperature and stuff. That's cool. Uh, the the lows for this is that the trunk is kind of small, which is surprising because of how big this car is. It's crazy. And then um, the controls are annoying to use. Yeah. The load for the other two cars is, um, yeah, this is like the new thing for luxury cars like Lexus, BMW, and Mercedes, is they have this weird trackpad in the center to control, like, their computer system. So instead of having a touchscreen screen where you just hit stuff, it's like having a mouse, like a laptop. And it's really fucking annoying to use that, like, when you're driving. Yeah, um, I hate trackpads. I have it on my laptop. It's the worst thing on the planet. The next one is the Honda Civic, a classic. Mm hmm. Uh, the lows is awkward access, front seat comfort, complicated infotainment for the EX and above trims. But it's a Honda Civic so it will probably <laughs> drive forever. And the plus, the Honda Civic. Yeah, it's like yeah, it has really good fuel economy. Um, it has really good. I think it's a little bit bigger this year. Like they usually get bigger every year. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of the cars. Ah, yeah. um, for me, um, if I could get in one of these, I would get the BMW 7 Series. Uh, if I had to choose any of the, I guess the three Germans between Audi, BMW, Mercedes, I would go with Audi because Audi's have the best all-wheel drive, I think, and I just like their, the stance of them because they're a little bit raised, they're higher up, and mm-hmm. I just like the way they look.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know anything about cars. I don't drive. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about this topic. So that's why I always refer to you mm-hmm. um, on these. Um, So, next time, we're going to pull from this issue again in the near future. We're going to do the doctor thing. That's a bit longer because it's a five-page article. I have to actually read the article first, not just a little chart. Um, So, we're going to do that a little bit in the future. Uh, Not tonight, though, but we are uh, out of time from our usual length. Unlike last week, we went on on forever. Um, So, next week, uh, we're going to talk about uh, last year's Best Picture winner, uh, Spotlight. Uh, Yeah. This weekend, going to need to press a. Oh yes, uh, Josie's not gonna be pleased. To uh, this weekend on the twenty fourth at ten in the morning, me and Peter will be doing commentary for Clerks I mm-hmm. feel commentary by Young the Qualified. Um, then after we do the on the twenty sixth, it's actually a pretty packed week. Twenty sixth we have that. The twenty eighth we have uh, the movie draft. Um, not the movie Draft. We're doing the Draft uh, movies.
1: I haven't said it in a while. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh,
0: then on the third, we're doing Captain America and The Wonder <laughs> Soldier. On the tenth, we're doing Hitchhiker's to of the Galaxy. On the seventeenth, we're doing Deadpool. Twenty-fourth, we're doing X-Men Days of Future Past and X-Men First Class. And on the thirty-first, we're doing Teenage Ninja Turtles. The yeah, I, I picked that with uh, not much thought going into it. Uh, then we have our vague hiatus. We won't be doing live episodes for a few months, uh, but we will be still putting episodes up every two weeks. Because um, we're going to be doing a lot of moving between us. Um, ironically, that'll be the time that Josie finally has everything together and she can do live episodes every week. Um, we'll have uh, times when we'll be doing, we won't be doing live episodes sure very often. We'll have coordinated about, across three time zones. Um, and i will starting even later in my time uh, that's going to work out very easily <laughs> so we're going to pre-record everything from then on I believe um, what else is there? Um, we did update all the icons um, if you want to support the show we will <laughs> be putting a donut
1: <laughs>
0: you <will buy> <laughs> a donate button on the website um, I will tweet when that is up because uh, this show is not cheap to produce as, as much as it sounds like it is when you listen to it. Um, someone's got to buy the consumer report and buy the CNET magazine and buy the movies you watch because we don't pirate anything. Um, so we, we have to do all that. So it, it costs a little bit more than it would appear. Um, so we will be putting a donate button on, uh, the, on the site. We'll come up with stuff to give at certain, uh, price points. Um, Maybe we'll do autographed copies of books temporarily until shipping it across the country makes it uh, not quite as uh, Mm -hmm. cost-effective. But, yeah, we will be doing – we'll we'll come up with something. Um,
1: So, yeah, so we'll be back next week with Spotlight.